Hey guys, this is the Hot Take Riverdale podcast. We're talking about episode three, season two, chapter 16, The Watcher in the Woods. Wow. Kevin, stand out. Kevin's monologue is so great where he's like, yeah, Betty, you, you're so excited about, is it Archie or is it Jughead or my first kiss? And he's like, I have to get love in the woods is basically what he says. Um, because it's like not okay to be like openly, I mean, they never say it, but that's the vibe we're getting. It's not okay to be openly gay in Riverdale. Especially if the murder is running around, but also it's just like not even love. It's just like it's like to have some kind of connection, connection. like at not, all. And as he as um, Moose and him have the moment in the hospital, he's like, "Yeah, this is the only way that I could do to have him." He's like, "I know every time I go into the woods, I'm risking my life, but for me, it's worth it for that like ten minutes where I don't feel alone." Yeah, I mean, I think this is what Riverdale does great, like amazing drama. Like the drama is just insane. Can we focus on what matters here? The new season of The Bachelorette starts tonight. You're all coming over to watch. There's a shooter terrorizing the town. But when they deal with actual issues, it's it's to a realistic degree, and it's really well done. I know that there are certain things that we don't talk about. Maybe it's time that we start. Let's get right into it. Like, what happened in this episode? It's called The Watcher in the Woods. Uh, the very first line, Jughead saying, good children should never go into the woods alone. And we wrap it up at the very end of the episode with being like, once you go into the woods, you're never the same. Um, Kevin uh, goes into the woods knowing that he's risking his life every time, but he does it to cruise or to hook up. And he does it for that 10 minutes where he doesn't feel alone. There's a musical pull it into it called Into the Woods. It was a movie a couple of years ago. And that also is very much a theme about like no one is alone and people are going into the woods on these missions and journeys and they get into trouble. Uh, And there's this whole lyric about how witches can be right, giants can be good. You decide what's right, you decide what's good. And I feel like that is a big thing in this episode. It's like, who are the killers? Who, Who is on your side? And you really don't know. Guys, we're under attack. But yeah, Red Circle, so excited about this. A uh, lot to get to. Yeah, like you were saying, right right when it opens, uh, we just hold, you know, we hold, like you were saying, we hold on the Red Circle uh, comic longer than the actual intro of the show, the yeah. Riverdale title card. Yeah, something about title cards. I like how, how short these things are for five seconds. Um, a lot of people, Game of Thrones, other ones just have these like long, arduous, like they win awards for the title card sequence. But I feel like Riverdale's ahead of the game. We want to just get into the content. And they're smart. It's a nice title card sequence. I like it. What I didn't like was the music into the title card. I thought it was a really bad song. Uh, What's it called? Bad Man by Esterly. I don't know. Really bad. Archie needs to stay out of the kitchen. Uh, I mean, he burnt breakfast last episode, and now he's, like, trying to help his dad, but all he does is hands him an empty glass and, like, with no intention of pouring any liquid into it. Fred was finally finally making food on his own. Love it. I love how Fred's getting better. This is great. Um, So maybe we should... Talk about The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Okay. Last episode, Archie's drinking what we know as Red Bull. They call it Crimson. This episode, we find out that Veronica's a huge bachelorette fan which kind of takes you out of the riverdale world you know because we know riverdale they have like cute names for everything but now like bachelorette okay that's a show on abc not the cw she's a big fan of it um right now october 26th there's no bachelor franchise show on right now bachelorettes are always in may bachelors are always in january 
So like they could have made a fake show. I don't know. And also like tells a lot, but it also makes sense. Veronica would be a Bachelor franchise. Yeah, I just don't know if we would have known what they were talking about if they were like the single man's on yeah. tonight and like I like what kind of like the, there's a weight to the Bachelorette. No, there's a weight because they, they had it like Jughead had a line where he was like making fun of it. Do you really want us to watch a gross reality dating show? So maybe like products in Riverdale world aren't real, but yeah. television and media is is what it seems like. It's a there's also a big this episode has a lot of uh, power struggle between Veronica and her mom. And so, like, we open the episode where Veronica's, like, telling her mom that she's doing this. Mom says no. The dad walks in, and the dad's like, sure. And to Veronica, this is a really big deal because her dad is going to meet her friends, even though Archie, like, tried to meet the dad at the diner, but that didn't happen, right? Yeah, no. Is he just, he's just like, hey, should I introduce myself? So they're watching The Bachelor at the mom and dad come and say hi, but they can't talk because they have a dinner. I was, where are they going where, like, they could lose their reservation if they don't make it on time? Like, aren't you Harim Lodge, like... Okay, first of all, uh, we do know that Open Table has a 15-minute um, grace period. Bachelor's always on a Monday, so, like, why is a restaurant popping on a Monday night? You're going to lose your table. It's not like a Saturday night. Exactly. Okay, so we talk about some of those kind of things, but, um, I mean, right off the bat, we get, we get, we get, we solve, like, what happened to Midge and Moose, yes, like, which survived. is nothing. Yeah, they survived. Nothing to nothing Midge. To Mi- Midge is, like, fine. Like, Midge is, like, fr- like, doesn't look frazzled, doesn't look like she went through any trauma. She's, like, there with, like holding a moose stuffed animal for moose. We get uh, it. And then also, like, a moose is talking about, yeah, thank God for my gigantic body that, like, shielded her. If I wasn't such a big slab of beef, Mitch might have been hit, too. So we know they're okay, but the rest of Riverdale isn't. Guys, we're under attack. Show starts right before we get to the title card. He opens, Archie opens his box. Mm-hmm. He almost gets the gun, uh, but instead he, he gets the comic book and he holds it up and looks at it and it says... The red circle, and it's like kind of an Avenger comic book deal, and uh, and he holds it up for actually longer than the title card, so we know this is gonna come back in the episode. All right, so he looks at the comic, and he's like, "I know what I, I know. What I want to do smash yes. cut." He's teaching a class. He's teaching a class. Archie's a teacher. I guess Grundy taught him. A Archie's few definitely a teacher. It said. I mean, I hope he was trying to like pretend that he was teaching. He like he got there a couple minutes early. He wrote adjective. <laughs> He wrote verb. Yeah, we zoomed in on the chalkboard and it said adjective, verb, noun. And we couldn't read below, but I think they were just defining what those But what I'm saying were. is like like he might have like been pretending or or he had to like be like verb, we're going to protect the town. Adjective read, uh, noun, hood. Uh, got this, guys. I got it. I was thinking up all night. I came up with this lesson plan. Yeah, but yeah, 9 a.m. the entire. On some crimson, up all night. Um, but yeah, the whole football team is there. And, and Dudley, or what is his name? Doodles? Dilton. Dilton Doily. And, and Archie, I've never seen Archie this excited about something. So fired, so fired up. up. The last time we saw him this fired up was when he was hopped upon. Which again, I keep coming back to his relationship with Veronica. He seemed less intense. Oh, oh, yeah. for sure. He's more excited about the red Staying circle. Hanging out with Veronica. She calls him Archkins, which, by the way, a nickname's supposed to be shorter than your full name. Archie, Archkins is longer than Archie. And he calls her Ronnie in a way that sounds so uncomfortable. He's dropped the Ronnie a couple times before. But, uh, yeah, even last week, a lot of daddy drops last week. Say, hey, daddy-o. Daddy-o? Like, again, like... (laughs) Anyways, yes, nicknames are really bad. Back to this uh, Red Circle thing. So he gets the whole team. Everyone's fired up. And they're like ready to start. And what do you do when you form an Avengers like like? You team? have to make posters, so people know you got to spread the word. 
you gotta you gotta spread the word and you gotta do what you're good at right you got you like what is archie great at and from what i learned in episode two chapter 15 nighthawks of the second season archie kills it at the posters oh sorry excuse me flyers archie kills it at the flyers no, so he, his grammar might not be great as in that the, the flyer from last week said, have you seen this man? But there was no question mark. It was just, have you seen this man? And then a picture that he drew and it was a sketch of a guy wearing a hood in black and white. So again, no real, how would anyone know what that person looks like? Uh, this time, uh, the flyer for to let people know about the red circle is, Feeling scared? Want protection? Call the Red Circle. And then text or call and then a 555 number. I, I think he learned something from last week where he was just like, maybe the hood thing didn't work. Maybe I should take an image off. Oh, I thought you were going to say what he learned from last week is don't expect the sheriff's department to put up your flyers. Put up your flyers yourself. Yeah. And what, I mean, like, that's why he formed a team to put up the flyers. Stuffed them in lockers. So, yeah. I mean, stuffed. I mean, more like eloquently placed. So it's like, it was really cool that, you know, not only would the flyer be inside your locker, but as you were approaching your locker, you would also see the flyer on the outside. And in everyone else's locker and everywhere else, he goes into Pops. He does the classic hand somebody a flyer by handing them a flyer and then turning. Also, Archie, he doesn't care about the environment because he's wasting paper left and right. And really, maybe that's the real crime in this episode. How can you care about the environment when there's a killer on the loose? Well, yeah, a killer. I'm sorry, a killer who's killed one person. Do you know how many trees Archie killed with these fucking flyers? So speaking of the killer, man, plot twist in the first 20 minutes. Like, oh my, wow. How do we resolve this? Oh, we could do this really, uh, you know, cool, intricate, like, couple scenes. We could draw this out. No, there's a package uh, clearly marked for the Coopers that has all the evidence and a beautifully written note. Yeah, it's everything we needed in a beautiful package, literally. With handwriting, okay, Archie didn't even have handwriting in his flyer. He had what looked like a ransom note, but the killer is like, I'm just going to write Cooper on my, in handwriting, and then I'm going to handwrite a note, which I'm going to Was it handwritten hand. or was it, it was, was a note type? It was handwritten. It was a handwritten note, and then also drop oh, his fingerprints. Why, like, why can't we just get fingerprints on this thing? The wallet is thank there. God, hey, thank God about the wallet's yeah, back, the which didn't get resolved in this episode. Like, he didn't go, hey, Dad, I got the wallet. Yeah, yeah no one looked Betty, the wallet. Like, did, People knew the Bet- wallet was very important to Archie for two episodes. So important to Archie. Wha- Archie had almost a panic attack about it because there was irreplaceable Ar- things Archie in the wallet. Archie almost not to started doing drugs address. because of it. Archie started because of the wallet. Also, all the cash is in there. Uh, yeah, cash is still there. Typically hanging out like a 10. Yeah. Uh, and then Grundy's glasses. And Grundy's Lolita glasses, which is so fucking weird. Um, but yeah, but then also no, mo- no, that's what made me think about like how many people has the killer killed because there was nothing left behind from um, Midge and Moose. And I was like, oh, well, because they didn't get killed, but there's the wallet and he didn't get killed either. So I don't know. Well, he just, he just shot and left. Right. And then he's just like, all right, well, um, I'm one for four. Uh, I better, better tell some people about what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Catch on out there. Yeah. And then, uh, so it goes to Cooper's like, Oh, we're going to review. It's already in the printer. It's just like, yo, Cooper's like, chill the fuck out. Like there's a killer on the loose. You don't need to publish this. Also question. Like, what was the point of even going to the mayor and the sheriff and be like, Hey, this guy's posting this letter. Like, what should we do? And they're like, don't do anything. And she's like, too late. I've already published it. Like, why'd you even go there? Like, it's Alice Cooper. dude. She's just rubbing it in. Yeah. Just yeah. rubbing it in. 
Speaking of the Coopers, uh, Polly, who has been MIA, apparently has been living with them. Like, so I, I really think that like they're like bored. They're done with that arc as much as we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's like a season, uh, like end of season three arc to bring back. <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't whatever, Polly. No, and no one's ever been really invested in that storyline. I think it's more she's been MIA, and they need to explain why she was MIA. So they just she's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna do what I was planning in the first season. <laughs> later yeah. and there's are you sure then this time everyone's like yeah chill <laughs> get out of town it's all good uh yeah but uh cooper's dad still suspect like like you were saying I don't hey I don't how know, I mean, how where what, did this package come from so, so i mean it's so easy for him to put it on the on the porch and again still we haven't really seen her dad like play much of a role besides kind of being in the background and then not being there at all like what is his what is he doing all this time and then like why are they so aggressive about fucking getting this out to the town and writing an article, like putting this in the paper. Like that seems very aggressive to like be getting this out there. Uh, Like we need to let the town know there's a killer. The killer needs to let the town know. Uh, It feels like they're doing like, and then after, then fuck Betty's mom after last week when she's like complaining about like, oh, you, oh, Betty ruined the town from saving pops. Now she's ruining the town by telling everyone there's a killer on the loose. Yeah, killer on the loose who, like, he admits to the crimes, and that's it. Like, again. In a very Reddit way, which we were talking about, of, of, like, This is the Black Hood. I am the man who shot the adulterer at Pops. I killed the child predator in Greendale. I shot the drug and sex-addicted teenagers at Lover's Lane. Uh, hate to break it to you, Black Hood, but every kid in high school is addicted to sex and wants to maybe try drugs. Well, most people in high school. Jingle, jangle. Fascinating. All right, let's get into uh, Southside High, okay? Uh, Jughead, it's our first time really exploring Southside High. Jughead shows up. He goes through the metal detector. It's the pens in my hat. Take it off. Go again. They wonder what they're stopping, right? Like, they take off his hat, which has a couple pins in it. And that that would not set off the metal detector, the, like two little pins. But anyways, stereotypical teen movie, teen show, uh, the other school, just like horrible graffiti everywhere like graffiti is well let's emphasize horrible graffiti as like this graffiti is just like tiny tiny little pen marks you would think a school where people are openly doing drugs someone could also openly take in a spray pan and spray can and do like proper graffiti i feel like they like had um the art director was like oh yeah we have this like high school for a day and there was like okay we'll just put up some decals oh yeah like they couldn't really fuck it up or something well that but also like you do really like i don't understand these schools that like maybe i just never went to one but like i don't understand these schools that are just like obnoxiously terrible like everything is horrible like there's graffiti all over the school there's people doing dr- jingle jangle just a whoa, wide whoa. open with I a spotlight could... on them going from the, the english but class the thing about jingle jangle is it's pixie stick so like i don't think faculty well i guess they now know what jingle jangle is right so faculty would know what it was but um but i love how when um so we meet uh tony topez um who is also in the comic books as um a person who, a girl who beats Jughead in a cupcake eating competition. Uh, But on the show, they're kind of painting her out to maybe threaten his relationship with Betty. Hopefully Uh, in a cupcake eating eating competition. competition. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, so she's kind of showing him the ropes and she gives him the typical tour of a high school that we've seen in Mean Girls, Clueless, every teen movie ever. And she says, you know, the people sit here and they sit here, but it's, instead of like what we're used to, oh, the jocks sit here, the cheerleaders sit here, the losers sit here, she's like, the cannibals sit here. The, With the, the close up on some like white kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, who's like the drug dealers sit here, and so like there's no there's no sports or cheerleaders or anything. It's all just like degenerate after degenerate, and then ushers him to this like caged area, and she's like, and this is where the serpents hang out. And he's like, I'm gonna eat by myself, and she's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you, which totally sets him up getting fucked up later. I think it's crazy. There was a chain link fence inside the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I mean, they already went through the metal detector. Why do they need a fence? I mean, that's, I mean, like, maybe the serpents put it up because this is a serpent side. I have no idea. Uh, the other crazy thing is uh, Tony tells Jughead that there's no Wi-Fi in the classrooms. There's no doors on the bathroom. Uh, but then there, and then he asks about the school paper and she's like, that's also gone. And that's the thing he gets upset about. Not like there's no Wi-Fi. That's been the first thing I said is like, what do you mean there's no Wi-Fi? Like, yeah. like, yeah. let's get some Wi-Fi installed. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and so later, he's, like, in his English class. His English teacher is clearly one of those those guys, like, he's, like, you know, there there could have been, like, an Oscar movie about him where he goes to, like, this inner-city school and he ends up becoming their friend. Like, he has that vibe. And uh, Jughead finds out he was the guy who was the advisor for the paper and is, like, hey, can we bring it back? And the teacher's, like, yeah, email me some, like, some uh, articles. And it's, like, cool, email them to me. And he's like, great, I guess I'll do that after school. And I guess you'll also read it after school because there's no Wi-Fi here. But somehow he already gets in, he, he gets his office all set up. He starts, he starts rocking it. He's killing it. Um, yeah, so. The paper's called the red, and, the red and Black. And what's the other one? Blue and Gold? The Blue and Gold. I mean, they just named the papers after their school colors, I Yeah, guess. not much creativity there. Although, is there a sports team, any sports team on, in Southside? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm confident the high school has some kind of sports team. It's not probably good. But where were the jocks at lunch? Out, they probably have off-campus lunch privileges. Um, let's get to the dinner. Which is going to lead up dinner. to... The dinner. Um, so when uh, Veronica's dad briefly meets Archie as she's watching The Bachelorette with her inner circle... He invites Archie over for dinner, and it's so awkward going into it because uh, he clearly wants to talk to Archie about, you know, saving Riverdale. He says, save Riverdale, and then Veronica's trying to, like, prep him for the dinner, and is like, don't talk about your crazy circle gang, and Archie's like, okay, and then that ends up being what they are talking about, obviously. <laughs> oh, that, and also that Archie has to stop sneaking into the lodge house to fuck his daughter, which, which is Fair, you know, which is very fair. This is thing about Hiram, uh, he like look, he's no bullshit kind of guy, right? So he he cuts right to the chase. <laughs> like that's crazy. He's like, yo, you want to try this? Like my own rum? Uh, I got some here. It's like no shit, you have some here. Like, anyways. Um, also, do you notice that was a kind of heavy pour that he gave him? Yeah, I did. <laughs> very for tasting rum. Yeah, very. And did you notice there was a fireplace and in his office as well? <laughs> There's, they have so many fireplaces at the lodge home. Is it and it's cold? Is it a cold place? Why is there always a fire going on? Well, okay, so um, Veronica's dad has a heart, a one-on-one, not heart-to-heart, a one-on-one with Archie where they drink rum, and he is trying to give him, like, advice, and he's like, oh, yeah, um, well, obviously, you have to get this guy back with fear and terror, and Archie's like, fear and terror, I hear you, I see you, I got it, and his idea is to get the football team together in his garage, have them all take off their shirts, except for two extras who clearly weren't in shape. Um, and <laughs> it reminds me of that Simpsons thing. Except for you. I'll be playing you. You have the working out. It was like that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so except for those two people. And then like Archie, king of like 
taking his shirt off without any reason has now a reason to take off his shirt and he keeps it on. Also, everyone else has their faces covered with these pussy riot masks. Just a bunch of jack dudes in pussy riot masks with Archie leading the charge. I did not think this is how the red circle was going to go after seeing the comic book cover at the beginning. Okay, let's wrap this up. Let's finish up with the dinner and uh, close out. Okay. Uh, so they have this dinner. It's really awkward. I think that's really all I have to say. Oh, well, the mom's drunk because right before the dinner, the dad put her in his her place, being like, the walls are thin, and I heard you threaten our daughter, and if you ever, if you don't want her in your life, like, that's your choice, but she's my daughter kind of thing. And so the mother, like, totally lost all her power. So she's like, you know what I'm going to do? Drink all this Pinot. And, and she did. And she did. And good for her. A lot of hot takes this episode. So many hot takes, and we'll have more for you next week. If you like what you heard, please leave us some comments on iTunes and throw us some stars and tell your friends. And, of course, subscribe. Can't say